God bless you. God bless you, everybody. This is Lee Martinez, and you are at the How to Life podcast, How to Live in Freedom Every Day. We're here. We talk about, we discuss, we break down aspects of our walk, of our life. But how do we walk out these aspects of our life? How do we walk them out in freedom? Because there are many areas in our life that we operate in and we kind of operate in in like survival mode, right? And here we want to really get down. We really want to be transparent and at the same time walk in the spirit, right? And in the word of God on how to walk out these areas. So before we go in to this week's episode, we want to remind y'all that Dunamis Christian College is open, is open for enrollment. We are doing a new enrollment that for classes that will be starting August 7th. And we are excited because on September 7th, we will be opening our Portuguese side, our Brazilian uh, brothers and sisters will be able to jump on Dunlamis Christian College, both in the United States and in Brazil. The Lord opened doors, and we want to thank Vision University, in which we are affiliated and are allowing us to make our school accredited. We want to thank you. We want to thank Apostle Stan. Uh, thank you. Uh, I want to thank Apostle Alex alone who is uh the liaison and and he he runs the the hispanic side the latin side of the school and he has been a tremendous tremendous door to getting this to happen so if you are interested and you are looking for a place to not only further your christian education but what separates us and what we're trying to do in our school to separate us from everybody else is the emphasis on ministry when it comes to the local church and the activation of ministry. So although foundationally you will be taking courses that are uh, theological like hermeneutics and New Testament survey and stuff like that, but the focus of the school is to get you quickly into classes that are going to activate your calling and activate the gifts of the spirit and teach you how to operate within those gifts in order for you to be an asset to your local church. The school is fully, fully online. So if you are interested, go check us out at enroll at dunamis.com. Enroll at dunamis.com. Um, also, our book, Fear No More, um, is on Amazon. So go check it out on Amazon. If you have not purchased it, we have it both in English and in Portuguese. Go check it out. Fear no more. Fear dot no more exclamation mark. 
And also, we want you to look out because we are currently working on my first ebook. And connected to that ebook, we are going to be opening a site. We don't know exactly what it's going to be called, LeeMartinezMinistries.com, something of that nature. But in this place, we are excited because in here we will be putting our books, our ebooks, which we will be, with the help of God, we will be pumping out at least one every month or month and a half. We will also have merchandise there, our shirts. We have our, our Dunamis shirts from our school. We're also going to have our Funeral More shirts, our 2T17 shirts, and anything else that the Lord um, allows us to operate in. And it'll be a one-stop shop where you'll be able to connect to our ministry in this page. We're also setting it up where we're thinking about there we will be releasing free seminars, uh, free, you know, teachings. So we are just excited about what is to come y'all we are excited 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 so let's get into our podcast today uh last uh podcast we spoke about us being in brazil what i learned when i went to brazil uh, what an exciting exciting time we had there and we are looking forward to going back in 2024 and also expanding Dunamis Christian College there. Once we got back, what we have been doing is that we have been launching our apostolic hub in Houston, Texas. And the Lord opened doors for us to have a location where we are able to expand the ministry. We are able to not only have local services but we're able to stream out to our other locations locations in massachusetts and several other places and to be able to expand the kingdom and expand the vision that the lord has given us we are super excited we are planning on having some deliverance services that are going to be coming up and we're just going to just go in on the vision that the lord has given us so in the last couple of weeks, we've been launching it. We've been putting the leaders in its place, training them, discipling. We've been evangelizing. We've been hitting the, the doors here. We've been knocking on the doors, asking people for prayer. If they want Jesus, we've been praying for healing. And then we've been giving them a door tag. And in that door tag, there's a barcode. And in that barcode, they'll take them to a YouTube video that we made promoting the church here, the freedom hub here in houston mass so keep us in prayer with that as the lord continues to move us in his will praise the lord so this podcast uh, we're gonna be diving into a touchy subject y'all <laughs> it's a touchy subject because in these, especially in these times that we live in, where we live, you know, there's a society that is moving in the direction of really trying to erase honor, trying to erase 
delegated authority. They're trying to raise authority in its whole. But here in How to Life, we like to bring an emphasis on the fact that just because the world changes, it don't mean that God changes and that the world system doesn't determine or change the kingdom system. So in order for us to walk this life and walk it in freedom, we are going to be confronted with various subjects and various ways of thinking that the world has gone in one direction and we will come to realize that the kingdom of God has not moved in that area. And one of those is is the subject of let me read it to you. Let's let's do that. Let's read some verses before I even blur it out, right? And then we're going to go in. I'm going to read to you three verses. I have a fourth one and I'll give it to you and you can be writing notes. I heard a couple of people told me like, listen, man, I, I, I can't be just turning on your podcast i said what what do you mean we can't just turn no man because when i hear your podcast i gotta i gotta get a notebook and pen because i feel cheated if if i don't write down notes um and 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 it's a it's a compliment and praise the lord but you know at the same time i hope that i can deliver these podcasts in a way that you can also enjoy them while you're driving and and, and on a plane or, or somewhere where you're maybe not be able to do notes and it can still bless your life. So praise the Lord. But if you are writing notes, right, here I go. I'm going to start with reading James 4, 7. James chapter 4, verse 7 says like this. It says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Ephesians 5.21, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of the Lord. And Ephesians 5.22, wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as to the Lord. There is one word that is connecting these verses. And that is our subject for this podcast. The subject for this podcast is how to life, how to live in freedom every day in submission. Oof. Oof, pastor. Why are you going there? We are going there. <laughs> So, what is the meaning of submit? Well, to be submissive is to obey or yield to someone else. When you are submissive, 
What happens is that you submit to someone else's will, which literally you put your own desire lower than theirs. I can already feel people cringing. You can see this in the Latin root of submit. Submitere. Which is formed by sub, under, and mitere, which means send, put. So if you look at the Latin root of the word, it literally means to send or put under. Submitting Greek is from two words. Upo, which means under of place, and taso, which means to arrange in an orderly manner. It means to subordinate, be under obedience. So let me know when you're done cringing. Let me know when you're done shutting me off and coming back on. There you go. You're back on. <laughs> Submission. This is a very touchy subject, y'all. It's a touchy subject because we also live in a time where there is a lot of abuses. There is a lot of abuses. Um, there's even people right now that are listening. And rather than them be looking at this of how it pertains to their life in the sense of areas that they need to submit to. They are already listening or you are already listening to it from the place of, yeah, this is, this is one that they need to hear. This is one that this one needs to hear. This is one that my husband needs to hear. This is one that my wife needs to hear. So, we live in a time where there's a lot of abuses. There's a lot of abuse of power. We see it everywhere. We see it in Hollywood. We've seen it even in the church structure. We've seen things that priests have, have done to other people that have been submitted under. We hear horrid stories all the time of wives, husbands, children who are under someone else's authority and that authority is abused. You might be listening right now and telling me, Pastor, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know the hurt that submission has caused me. And believe me when I tell you, I get it. I get it. Understand that when we are speaking right now, we are not telling you, I'm not telling you that you need to submit under abuse. So what we're about to speak of is not a mandate for you to go back under people that have abused you People who have mistreated you and for you to go and be submitted to that. 
That is not what we're talking about. We are talking about not allowing those experiences to rob us of the blessings and the levels that submission brings to our life. To not allow it to rob us of that. That if you were in a relationship in which you submitted to and was abused, that you don't allow that to rob you of the blessing, of the healing, of the the reaping, the glory that you will be able to experience in submitting in the relationship that you are now. Because be it that other people abuse that, it doesn't change the power that comes with it. So, submission, listen to here. I'm going to talk to you about just three things, right? We can go in so much and let's see what God wants to do after this. If we continue to go in, I don't want to hit it over the head like that. I don't want to lose, you know, viewership. But I told you from the beginning, right? How to Life Podcast is confrontational. It's why I love the podcast. Because nobody could say that I'm saying it for anybody particular because I am literally in a room right now by myself. I don't know who's going to hear it. So, I love it. So, I want to talk to you about three things. Right? Number one. Submission is identified as bondage by those who need deliverance. I need you to understand. We, I, I invite you to go back and hear the How to Life from Pride. That thing will bless your life. I truly believe that. Where we talk about pride. It is impossible for you to submit without you first dealing with pride. Because submission will expose you to the areas where you have pride. And you will have to deal with that. So what happens is that when there is an area that you need deliverance from, whenever you are asked to do that particular thing, you're going to identify it as bondage. So, for example, if you need deliverance from bad relationships, you're going to see marriage as a bondage. If, if you need deliverance from sexual spirit, you're going to see monogamy as bondage. You're going to see it as bondage. If you have a spirit of poverty, you're going to see 
money as bondage. The Bible doesn't say that money is the root of all evil. The Bible says that the love of money is the root of all evil. But if you have a spirit of poverty, you're going to see money as bondage. So when you have a self-willed spirit, when you have pride, submission, you're going to identify it as bondage. Whenever you have an orphan spirit, Ooh, that's a good one too. That's a good podcast right there. That's a good podcast. We're going to have to go back to that one. I have a teaching called I Am Not an Orphan. And we talk about the orphan spirit. But if you have an orphan spirit, it is impossible for you to submit. It is impossible for you to submit. Because... When you need deliverance from an orphan spirit or a a spirit of poverty or a spirit of offense, church hurt, what happens is that You are going to be okay with the side of submission that is going to give you affirmation. In other words, you're going to be okay in a marriage. You're going to be fine with the part of when they celebrate you and say, great job. You're going to be fine in a job on the boss when they celebrate you and do say, great job. Nobody could have done it like you. You're going to be fine being under a pastor or leader that is going to that will celebrate you when you do something good. That is not where the problem is going to come. See the problem with that comes to an orphan is when those parents correct him or her when they scold him or her when they rebuke see David said like this he said thy rod and thy staff comforts comforts me because he had accepted and has submitted to God as his father The Bible says that who who a father loves, he chastises. So what that means is that when you understand submission, when you are corrected, when you are rebuked, when you are chastise you don't see it as something negative 
But when you are in bondage, when you need deliverance, you will feel like you submitting to someone is a prison. You will see submission as relinquishing your value. So why is this bad? This is bad because when you submit, when you truly submit, you can't be on a, I'm going to do this. Let's see what you do for me in return. I'll take one step and let me see if this is going to get you to take a step. This is why many of us struggle in our relationship with God. You know that? Because we don't understand submission. That's why the first Bible verse that I read had to do with submit yourselves therefore to God. And then it says resist the devil. Why is it that we must submit ourselves to God first and then be able to resist the devil? Hmm. Because when we don't submit to God, what we are saying is, I don't want to be tied under you. I don't want to be under this offer. So I'm going to go take the other offer. But when you submit yourselves to God, it then gives you the ability to then resist the devil because you've made a decision to please God. See, when you submit, it's a decision to please the party. So this is what happens. When you submit to your wife and to your husband, when you truly submit, when you truly submit, and this is what's going to sting some of y'all. When you truly submit, you don't look at decisions and things that you make as bondage. Other people on the outside that don't understand submission will say that it's bondage. Right? So if me as a husband, if I get invited to a place and I say, nah, that's okay, I'm not going. Why you not going? I don't think Michelle is going to like me being here. Oh, what are you, a kid? What is that, your mother? That, that, that's what they're that, they going to say. Why? Because they see it as bondage. They see it as bondage. But when you truly understand submission, you understand that it is through that submission that you tap into a glory and a blessing that they will not experience. Let me tell you, this has been one of the hardest lessons for me to understand submission. To understand submission. To at 44 years old now be in a place that is not only submitting to God, 
But that submitting to God means that I'm also going to be submitted to other people and other places in my life that might not be directly to God. Submitted at work, even when it's not fair. Submitted at home to my wife. Not take my kids to anger. But I'm, I thought I was the parent. Like they're under me. That means that I could say it and I could say whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. And because they're the children, I should be able to express it and say it however. And it should be taken and done. Absolutely not. The Bible says that we are not to bring our children to anger. A level of submission. We, as parents, are called to have a level of submission to our children. But when we need deliverance, we will identify it as bondage. We will identify the freedom as bondage. The submission as bondage. Let me tell you something. Do you know why the prisons are full of people? know why the prisons are full of convicts watch this let me give you a, a revelation let me give you a revelation today do you know why the prisons are full of people because people do not understand the concept that Freedom requires submission. Ooh, I'm about to flip this microphone. Freedom requires submission. What do you mean, Pastor? Do you know why I'm able to walk free right now? Do you know why I'm not in jail? Because I abide and submit to the law of the city, the state, and the country that I live in. If I ever break those rules and those laws, there are some laws that are going to require that if I get caught, the penalty is jail, prison. I lose my freedom. And there is some of y'all listening right now that the very reason why you're in bondage is because you are unwilling to submit. <laughs> you are unwilling to submit. Your marriage is in bondage because you're unwilling to submit. You're unwilling to say, okay, no longer going to be tit for tat. It's no longer going to be I do this and then see. No. If I made the decision to get married, if I made the decision to go in, then I'm going to submit fully. Believing God that you're going to shift this thing that you're going to move this thing that that there i'm not going to be taken advantage of this is why people need to understand that getting married is not no light thing y'all and i want to make this clear i also don't let me let me be careful right because <laughs> me personally right me personally I don't think that it is appropriate to put a time on when people should marry from the time they met. 
because I know people that courted each other and then they got engaged and then two years later they got married or three years later and their marriage did not last. And then I know people that met month and two months later, they got married and they've been married for 20, 30 years. Okay. There is no blueprint. But there are requirements and requisites. And one of those requisites is that you must be able to look at that person according to the way they are currently constituted, not the way that you think that the Holy Spirit is showing you that they can be, right? Not like the army, be all you can be. No. <laughs> No, currently constituted. That when you look at them right now, you say, currently, who they are. I believe I can submit to them fully. That should be one of your number one questions. I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about this thing here. How to live in freedom every day. How to live in the kingdom. How to live connected to God. God's way. I'm not talking to you about the world. The world does it a whole nother way. And you know what? It ain't godly. I don't even want to get too much into that. Right? So. Second. Submission is God's checks and balances. What's checks and balances? Well, checks and balances is like our government. All right, let me give you an example. The U.S. government has the president, then it has the judicial system, it has the House of Representatives, and it has the Senate. And in all these, in order for a law to go through, it has to go through these various levels of government. Why? Because it might not be perfect, but I always tell people, it might not be perfect, man, but... Our system is pretty, it's pretty, pretty good. It's pretty good, y'all. I know we want to talk a lot. And just if you've never met me, I'm Hispanic. I'm Puerto Rican. My mom was born in Puerto Rico. I was born in New York. So I ain't one of these, uh, you know, try to put me in a category. I don't want to mention any type of people, but put me in a category. Oh, this is one of those, you know, this is one of those. no. I'm not. But it's pretty good, man. System in the United States. Why? Because it blocks tyranny. It blocks dictatorship. There's just a lot of us that don't really investigate and educate ourselves. That's why when every four years, we only vote for president. Because we think that it's like our Latin countries. We think that it's like our South American countries. We think that it's like that, and it's not. It's not. The Senate is as important as the president, and as, as important as the House of Representatives, and as, as important who is in the Supreme Court, is as important who's in your state legislature, because it creates checks and balances. Basically, each one checks itself. So even the highest has to go through what we know as delegated authority. I can't make decisions by myself. So submission, the system of submission, I truly believe it's God's checks and balances with his people. 
I believe this is why the word of God speaks about us submitting to our bosses, submitting to higher to the authority of the state, submitting to our husbands and our wives, not bringing our children to anger. Honor your mother and father. The Lord created this system called submission so that nobody is ever above everybody. So this is why even as men, we can't think that because the Bible says that we're the head of the house, it means that we're the highest authority. No, it doesn't say that. I want to also insert here. I was telling my wife the other day and she was like, whatever, I don't believe you. And then she went in and she was like, oh, wow, you're right. And I was telling her, listen, this whole thing about all oh, that men are the priests of the house. There ain't no Bible verse that says that we're the priests of the house, y'all. Ain't no Bible verse that says that. It's just a, it's a concept that we use to... Because the Bible says that as the man, as Jesus is the head of the church, so the man is the head of the house. So he's the priest. So we think of us, you know, and the Bible also says that how if a man can't minister his house, how is he going to minister God's people? How is he going to minister in the church? So we, we, we found this word priest. But the Bible does not say anything of saying that men are the priests of the house but we are the head and we are not to abuse that power and there is a checks a system of checks and balances okay if you abuse that power at home then it's going to be exposed at the level of church at some point that's why the bible says that the bishop shouldn't be self-willed so if you're self-willed in your house then you're going to be self-willed in the church and if you're self-willed in the church you're sure as heck self-willed in your house yo you are self-willed in your house ain't no way that you self-willed in your in the church and that somehow you're submissive in the house men we're called to be submissive to our wives we're called to be submissive. We're called to for them to know what we're doing with our money. For them to know where we are. For them to know where we're going. For them to know how we're treating the children in the house. Stop getting angry that they look whenever you're talking to the children. Women, stop cutting their authority in front of the children. Submit. God, your husband, then your children. I know you don't like that order, but that's biblical. God. Husband and wife, then children. When God gave Eve to Adam, there was no children. Children were the expression of their connection. 
not the other way around. Your children are not your express are not your expression. Your husband is not the expression of your connection with your children. Your children are the expression of your connection with your husband. So if there's something that's being said or, or you think there should be a different way, don't do it in front of the children. Don't do it in front of the children. Wait till you're in a different room and communicate properly. Men, listen. That's called submission, y'all. Checks and balances. Check each other. Check each other. And know your place in that checking. That is so important. Listen. Children. Those who have parents. This is what I'm going to tell you. Because I am. I am. A father, but I'm also a son. This is what I'm about to tell you. There are things sometimes I'm communicating. Um, where I'm having conversation with my mom. Or my spiritual parents. And they might. With my mom. Let's, I want to use my mom. And we're having a conversation. And she might say something. She might act a certain way. She might say something. And if she wasn't my mom, I would stop her right there and correct what she's saying. But there is a line. There is a line where I am a son and she's a mother. And it is not my duty to point that out on her. See, we, we live in a crazy time where we be having sons and daughters trying to put mothers and fathers in their place. No, 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 no. You can have a conversation about, hey, mom, you know, in this area, you think that maybe, you know, this will benefit you if you was better this way or that. But you thinking that you can talk and correct her to the level that she or he has corrected you, that's out of order. That is out of order. Out of order. I don't care if you're 15, 25, 35, or 55. No. The Lord will use somebody else. Will use a sister, a cousin, or another family member. Maybe their mother. Maybe their pastor. But not you, son and daughter. Not you. So you coming out your face because you want to... You know, let your mom and your dad know about themselves. That is disorder. That is not your place. Okay, that is not your place. So second, submission is God's checks and balances. And three, submission is a lifestyle of obedience. The lifestyle of obedience. Starting with God. When you submit to God. Is not only obedience, it's a lifestyle of obedience. You, you train yourself to say, would this please God? And then the other areas in your life where you're submitted, it'll turn into a lifestyle. Would this please? 
Let me run it by. Let me not just do it. Yeah, I'm grown. Yeah, I don't need to ask permission. But you know what? Let me submit. Let me submit. Because what that's going to do is going to create in some levels, right? Some relationships like husband and wife is going to create reciprocation. That now you're going to get the same thing back. Number two, when you live a lifestyle of submission, then the Bible says that God cannot be deceived. Whatever man sow, if he shall reap. You then affect your harvest. Submission is one of the biggest things that can affect your harvest. And when you live a life of submission, you don't have to think of obedience because you already live it. So you begin to do automatic things. You begin to automatically, hey, is it okay if I do this? You begin to automatically, and you don't feel less than a man. You don't feel less than a woman. You don't feel less than a human because you're free. You've been delivered. And you begin to live, you live a lifestyle of obedience. You live a lifestyle of obedience. Now, when you get into conversations, you rethink what you're going to say. Now, you begin to realize that, man, peace sometimes is better than being right. Rather than focus so much on being right that I just turn everything on fire and everything burns down. Submission. I want you that for the next week, you begin to think about the different areas and relationships in your life. And I want you to begin to think first, are they where I want them to be? Are they missing something? Or am I feeling like there's an area that I'm not receiving what I think I can receive? Or what I should be receiving? But then I want you to throw it back at yourself and stop looking at the other party and saying if they would do this and do that. And I challenge you to look at areas of submission and see what submission would do. See if it would change something. See if it would change some reciprocations. Some see if it changes some harvest. See what would happen. And remember, a lifestyle of obedience, not just doing one thing and then seeing if it changes. That's not sowing and reaping. The system of the kingdom of sowing and reaping. So that means you put a seed in the ground and a lot of times, not a lot of times, but most of the most important growth, you can't even see it. The roots, you can't see it. The first pieces of the stem, you can't see it. It's not until the piece comes out of the ground that's going to bud is that you actually see it with your physical eye. Challenge you to start putting some seeds in the ground of submission. 
Start shifting your relationship with your children. Stop treating that relationship like it's slave with slave owner. And start looking at it like a relationship of checks and balances. That not only do my children need to submit to me, but I need to submit to them to the level of like what the Bible says that do not bring them to anger. That's a level of submission. God bless you. I hope this episode has been a blessing to you. Continue to stay connected to us. We will be going back to the upside down spiritual warfare really, really soon. You need to go back and catch that first episode that we did on that. It'll bless your life. But we will see you next time on the next episode of How to Life Podcast. How to live in freedom every day. This is Pastor Lee. See you next time.